0: What up, ladies and gents? It's Tuesday. It's 1 p.m. And here we go. Getting ready to do the show yet again. It's all about branding. And we're going to talk about branding in 2021. What does that look like? How does it affect you? How does that drive you crazy? How does that keep you in your home? All great questions. Let's get this thing going.
1: Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah all right yeah, let's do this thing. It is
2: your <laughs> it. Thing, dude. Alright, all you big blues out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe and drop a review, help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up the podcast making. We'll sincerely we'll appreciate guy. every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on Show We'd love to have you on and learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz, schedule your time, and don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody, we're so excited and honored to bring another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Today's guest has been honored as one of Forbes magazine's next 1,000 to watch, and it's no surprise that she has more than 30 years of executive leadership in marketing, branding, and communication. If you are looking to make an impact with your brand, brand, look no further than today's guest whose job it is to choreograph your brand. Our guest is a global speaker, a marketing strategist, and an innovation leader, and what she loves more than anything is to help businesses and professionals develop and leverage their brand story so that they can be more productive, self-aware, and clear about their goals and vision. I personally can't wait to hear from this awesome guest because I know just how important that clarity of goals and vision is, so join me as we Learn today from this awesome brandographer. Joining us today from LCG Brands Consulting out of Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the show, Jody hey. Tatiana Charles.
3: Ooh, what do you <laughs> think, <man? laughs> I feel like I'm just gonna dance the entire time. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you got your
0: podcast. You've been on a number of podcasts. I mean,
3: you're you're like
0: three minutes in. What do you have? What do you think so far?
3: You know what? I have to say, like, I go, you get, it's the hype. It's like, you go, just getting Mm. excited, the hype. I like the pre-production, which is really, really good because most people just don't do that at all. It's just like, I go, it's like a simple, even me. Like, I mean, it's a bumper in, bumper out, but I like the production. You're getting the hype, the the video. I mean, this is good. I like,
0: (laughs) Yeah. even even to the
3: point where you're asking what kind of music do you want? I'm like, I go, you know what? And I have to represent Haiti because you know, conceived Mm -hmm. in Haiti, born in America. Love that. I'm just like, I, I love the asking of what we want to pr- promote. So yes, good job.
0: I've never heard Ooh. it that way. Conceived in Haiti, oh, born yeah. in America. Oh, That's no, nice. I am proud
3: of that. The rice and beans, the, the way I was taking care of, all Haiti, fingers, toes, my mom, eight and a half months pregnant, came to America, boom. So yeah, I'm the wow. green
2: nice.
0: wow Wow. Yeah. I
3: love that. I love that. And, uh,
0: you know, we were talking before the show, Ham, like, uh, there's so many things that are happening in Haiti and I, and I mentioned Angel Wings and I'm going to take the opportunity to mention Angel Wings here. Yes, go, yes.
1: Shout out Hope. to
2: Eric Gilman.
0: Eric Gilman, sharpest guy you know who's going to be driving or riding his bike across the country from Florida all the way to San Diego mm-hmm. um, raising mm-hmm. funds for Angel Wings which is an organization they, they uh, support yeah. and built a hospital in Haiti back about 11 years ago after after that uh, earthquake, that earthquake. And, and and Jody was telling me, had. She was telling me all about how that's not the only organization. There's so many people that are in and out and doing things in Haiti. Jordi, tell me about that.
3: Well, you know what I have to say? So um, one, I have to have him. So you have to like, we're going to have to introduce, because I have to have him on the podcast now because you just mentioned them. So might as well just keep getting like a lot of like, just keep spreading the joy around for all of us to succeed. Um, So one of the things that I I think that a couple of years ago, so for years, um, our parents wouldn't let us go back to Haiti. Haiti was getting really bad after Duvalier was like pushed out. And we weren't allowed to go back. And so I went back with my cousin. She was a representative in Massachusetts. I went with a delegation, figured it was the safest way to go. And there were a lot of American kids that were there. And I'm like, hmm. I on the plane. And I'm like, I went right up to them. I'm like, are you guys going for a mission work? Is it a church group? And they're like, no, we're going on vacation. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? They're like, we're going on a vacation. Best beaches, extremely inexpensive, mm. super safe. And I'm like, aha. So then of course i started investigating more we'll call it, we went from paul farmer going there and marrying a haitian having children bringing a lot of people um, in the medical um, in the medical field to do a lot of residency there um from comedians that own churches I'm, I'm sorry own schools there from the clintons that own a home there there are a lot of people there i mean I, one of my friends diana she has a lot of um uh she has like custom design bags we'll call it in regards of uh, clothing all done in Haiti, and she ships back and forth, and they're sold at Nordstrom. So, there's a lot of people that are doing mm. things in Haiti. And unfortunately, whenever people hear Haiti, they hear, they see what's on the news, and they only think bad, 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 unsafe, don't go there. There are a lot of people that are working hard, there are a lot of people that are like, um, creating businesses there. A lot of people that are going into tech. There was like a massive conference there that was supported by, I want to say it was Google, but I'm not, I can't like bet my life on it. But sure. my cousin my cousin went there and there was like a huge conference in Haiti. So it's one of those moments where do not just listen to what's on the news. It is someone's ratings. It's someone's paycheck. It's someone's like, you know, bonus check. Like do your due diligence and find out other ways of how other countries are doing. Because my country, I know it's not, I mean, poorest country in the Western hemisphere. That is our rep but there are a lot of great people doing great things that are promoting individuals that I love.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about some of that media stuff, some of the stuff that's going on that puts out a stigma, puts out a message. Um, And the reason why I kind of want to hit on that is because you're into branding. So, you know, you just touched on the fact that this is somebody's commission check. This is somebody's livelihood to make sure that we maintain that attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember taking marketing courses with uh, with Billie Jean marketing. And he said, you know, once you learn this stuff, it's human psychology and you mm-hmm. you become very powerful in the way that you can establish a brand and direct the message and influence people. So with great power comes great responsibility. That whole uh, Spider-Man th- thought process. Mm-hmm. Right. The motto. So. What are the, what are, what are we be, what's being used against us on this, when, when we see these news stories that we can kind of, maybe a strategy we can use to help us prevent the fear from picking in and the logic to take over?
3: Yeah. So let's just say there's two things. Like, So you're talking about uh, with, with great power comes responsibility, but don't use your power for evil. Hmm. So there's it's a, it's a twofer. Um, I always tell everyone, whether it's my interns, whether it's like team members, whether it's colleagues, whether it's clients. If anything that you're watching, and I use this for my mom, because my mom will watch the news and she just like gets freaked out. I'm like, you know what? If you see something you, and it's questionable, or if it's like causing emotion, check, double check, triple check. So I always tell people, do not come near me unless you've done your due diligence and you have three touch points, three touch points, meaning that you have Google at at your fingertips from watching the news. You're right there watching the news. Guaranteed your phone is right next to you. Guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So you pick up your phone and check. Check on Google and then check another news source. You have Washington Post, you have New York Times, you have BBC, check another country as well. Are they talking about it? And then because I know you are a smart person, I go, you know that you are well-read, you're well-spoken. Now you have the information and you're like digesting it. And now what is coming out of your mouth? You're not regurgitating someone else, someone else's words. I go, you are taking everything that you've seen now. And now you're like, okay, this is what I feel. This is what I think about because I've done my homework. And there you go. When you have power, okay, when you have the power of knowledge, you're fine. The most the most dangerous person in the world is a, a, a knowledgeable person. I've done my homework. I hear something from someone. I'm like, that's not true. I've called out my cousins and they're like, why do you do that? I go, because it's not true what you're saying. <laughs> I, it's not true. I mean, like I go, dude, I go, look, I go, it's not true. My My mom gets so mad at me. I'm like, I go, you're getting mad because I am correct. And I'm not trying to be like the person that says, look, I'm right. It's just incorrect what you're saying. And I'm just showing you the facts. I didn't even know it. So I double checked.
1: You can't handle the truth.
0: Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly right. Ham, you hit that one nail on the head right there. (laughs) So so the, the, the issue that I have with the with the research or the uh, the touch points are that when I Google something, I'm always going to find the answer to what I'm looking for. It's almost like I'm always going to find something that substantiates
3: my opinion. How do I know what's right or wrong? That's why you do the three touch points, because the second you just go to that one source, let's just say we go to Fox. I go, you already think that way. It's going to come up the exact way that you want it. But if you want to learn it in a different way, one, you can even challenge yourself by like talking to someone, you know, and like I go, hey, I heard this. What do you think? So you can go to a human being in your life. You can go to the new source that you heard it first, and then you can go to an outside source. So that's on you. If you don't want to learn in another way. That's fine, I am not gonna condemn you, but don't attack people when they say like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna call you out. So at the end of the day, if you do not wanna do the work, do not sit there and attack people when they're going to call you out and challenge you because most people are getting to the point where they're tired of hearing false news. So, and most people are no longer afraid to speak because before everyone was walking on eggshells. I don't want to say it. I'm afraid. I don't want people to dislike me now. Like I go, I, you know, I'm going to delete you. I'm going to mute you. I'm going to sit there and say, like, you know what? I just don't want you in my life. Cause I go, I just need to have people that are going to stimulate my brain and I'm going to learn from, but those individuals that are just like going to like literally just like squeeze the life out of you because they're just, giving off false news. It's not worth it anymore. People are tired. We've had a year of pause and it's a year of pause, the pandemic vacation. People are just like, I just need to surround myself with good people that are going to like literally enhance my life, not take away from it.
0: All right. Speaking of good people, um, we also got another good person here. We got Joe. What up business bros? Awesome. Uh, So speaking of good people, Jody, you're all about helping people build their brands. You're, you're about helping them build what is essentially a legacy for themselves and maybe a revenue driving factor in their business. A brand is a very important part of your business. When getting ready to start a company or getting ready to become a speaker or, or launching a podcast, writing a book, whatever it is, uh, what are a couple things that we should be thinking about as far as strategy is concerned when thinking about our brand?
3: Well, I love that you brought that up because, look, I think that everyone is watching the first, we'll call it that, that great divide, the divide of 4.4 million plus people walking away from six figure jobs. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the things where, I mean, it's my favorite moment of time. I mean, so sorry. I mean, I have relatives that are HR people. I have friends that are HR people, but honestly, I go forever in a day, HR has been the barrier to a lot of people getting jobs. And so then there are all these rules and regulations and I go, people were just like, so frustrated, but now it's like, it's flipped. It's totally flipped where now the HR person that used to have the control over the business no longer has the control. And individuals are saying, you know what, pandemic, I don't have any control, I'm leaving. I'm going to start my own thing. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I'm going to start consulting. I'm going to build my new product. I'm going to start my new business. Everyone is just trying to figure out how do I actually have a life and how do I sit there and gain access to a bigger, a bigger thing or whatever the universe puts out for me. So number one is the easiest one for me. Clean up your act. Let's just start right from the base. Clean up your act. Every single thing, like Google yourself, put search alerts on yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Not just Google, put Google yourself, but put search alerts. Every single time someone even mentions your name, there should be alert. I get up at 425 in the morning. I know what my clients are doing. I go, I know what I'm doing. My team, I know early. I can fix anything early. Hate getting those messages in the afternoon saying, guess what? There's a problem. So number one, let's clean up our act. If someone posts something on you on any of the social media platforms and you don't like it, untag yourself. Jody, I don't want people to get mad at me. Untag yourself. Aunt Sally, Uncle Joe, saw that you were sleeping during Thanksgiving. You're drooling. They thought it was cute. They took a photo. They posted it. You don't know about it. Keep an eye on everyone because right now, the second that you start building your brand, the second that you want to become a consultant or own your own business, people are going to Google you first. I mean, they're going to search for you first. So double check before you even decide what you're going to do, search to see what's out there on you. Number one, number two, you are a business entity. It's a professional thing. Go on LinkedIn and build your LinkedIn, build it out. I don't have a, I've been doing my business for a long time. I've been at this corporate area for a long time. I don't know. I don't need a LinkedIn. You do because when you retire, guess what? You're going to want to be on a board or you're going to want to do something in your community. They're going to see your credentials. I go, what makes you an expert to be on our board or to be part of the, our organization? We want to check to see who you are. When you're coming out of school, like high school kids have LinkedIn, LinkedIn yep. pages right now because they're taught early. Get all those accolades in there. Even though if you don't have the experience, you may have a job. I'm working at, um, like i let's just say if I'm working at I'm a Pizzeria Uno. What were you? I'm a hostess. Well, you know what? There are skills there. I am working in the back end. There are skill sets. Every single job you have in your lifetime, there are skills, hard skills that you have. You could start putting them together and start packaging it until you start getting a job. Or as you're exiting, you've done something else besides just working. I've worked at GE for 25 years. Well, that's great. You've been in the bubble for 25 years. What have you done outside of the bubble? Have you volunteered in your community? Have you done anything for your kid's school? Give me something to work with, okay? Mm. So we'll call, um, number one is we we'll search yourself, what's out there. number two, LinkedIn, tell me your accolades, awards, degrees, something. Next one, what's the pain point you're gonna solve? What is it that you wanna do? Whether you're a speaker, whether you're gonna own a business, whether you're creating something, what's that pain point that you're gonna solve? I need something. Give me something that you're going to do. Because once you know that whatever you're going to do, you got to do your R&D, your research and development. Start talking to people in the industry. Start talking to people in regards to like, do they need it? Do they want it? Um, have you had experiences with other things? Great. Now you have well, that thing that you're going to do. You've done your homework. You know how you're going to make it different. How are you going to make it different? You need to stand out. There are 10 zillion people in your industry. 10 zillion. I don't have any competitors. You do. You have a competitor out there. I go, making sure that you have the, you know what the competitor is doing. What will you do that's different? Cause that's your pain point. All right. Mm-hmm. That's your pain point. Should I pause? Are we good? Can I keep going?
0: No, hell yeah. You can keep going. I mean, let me, <laughs> let me just recap. So we got, yeah. we got first and foremost, set alerts on yourself, figure out what people are looking, what, what exists about you and who's tagging you and what they're looking at. Right. So setting up google alerts and setting up uh whatever social media alerts you need to to make sure what whatever's going on okay that was number 1 number 2 um that was uh remind LinkedIn. me again that was linkedin social media platforms so this is this is creating content essentially because you're, you're talking about no, creating a like profile no, showing, or ex- just not, content?
3: Not, not, not creating content yet showing expertise cuz you know mm. what if you say you're going to do something why do I want to work with you do are you an expert at this so if you're going to um like create a website about track, I go in track and fields. Have you run? Are you a runner? I mean, I want to show, show that you're an expert in whatever you're going into. Even if you've never done it before, if you spend out in know, the what Gary V, I think said it like a hundred hours or I don't know who said it, but look at it, the amount of time that you're spending learning and understanding, you are 10% smarter than I am. So you become an expert as you continue to learn. I live, breathe, eat marketing. I am bad at 20 football fields of things, but marketing, I can't turn it off. My family members like hate me, hate me because I'm like, I see good marketing. I see bad marketing. And I'm like, Ooh. They, they can see it on my body. I went to Disney with my mom and my mom's like, stop it. I'm like, I go, nope, I am in my happy heaven because this is marketing genius right here. And I'm at Disney and I couldn't turn it off from the bathroom to the rides to the, t- the second we walked in. I love what I do. So, when I'm watching people... Girl, you
2: are on fire! I'm just like... This is is like... Preach! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm just... I'm loving this. I'm loving this so much. I just have to pop in here and say it.
3: (laughs) I just want you to know right now, this is Jody Afternoon East Coast versus if you caught me in the morning, I'd be so much more high energy.
0: (laughs) So, this downhill right we've already had the timeout we're on the downhill jody oh my gosh you know what happened is we lit the fuse dude i was like a little bit about marketing <laughs> That's it blew up from there oh this is so
2: great <laughs> this is so great
3: you got a question right, so linkedin no, right, I- no
2: i just i just <laughs> preach preach, okay, away, okay, preach okay. away keep going keep going this is so good
3: All right, so
0: LinkedIn, LinkedIn, you're you're talking, you're talking, get things like recommendations. You're talking, build a network of connections with people. You're talking, have some experience and post about what's going on as you're becoming an expert, like telling your story.
3: and, And on LinkedIn, do not collect warm bodies. It drives me crazy where everyone's like, I go, I have XYZ followers. I'm like, you do not have that many followers because I think it's embarrassing when someone says, hey, can you introduce me to someone? I'm like, I go, oh, I don't know that person because I just like went to an event, collected a business card and I was stalking them. Hmm. I'm a LinkedIn snob. If I do not know you, I'm not putting you in because I want to have just like, like, I mean, literally it says on my LinkedIn, I will not connect with you unless like you, like I go engage. So just say a blurb, call me, email me something. You can, you can Google me and you can find me and say like, can I get 10 minutes on Zoom or a phone call? I will always say yes and they never do they never do i have gone to events where like literally five thousand attendees i give up my cell phone like i literally pick up someone in the, in the room i'm like here's my cell phone dial it it's my personal cell phone if you want to talk to me call. they never ever do they want access to your people your warm bodies but they don't want access to access you i'm like oh not okay so literally when you're doing your linkedin when you're creating your platform of your expertise Show that your expertise that respects, them, respects yourself and show that your expertise that you're not just using people right now because you need to form relationships, not just networking, form relationships so that way everyone understands I am here for you long-term.
0: Mm, that's a perfect uh, segue. It's like you've been on the show before. What? All right, ladies and gents, look, here's the here's the segue real quick. We're giving away 10 free vacations courtesy of hotelsetc.com. Uh mm-hmm. they hooked us up. So the way you get the way you get an opportunity to win one of these 10 vacations is simple. Jody's talking about building relationships and that's exactly what we want to do. If you got something going on in your business right now or maybe in your professional life and you need help you need to hook up with a professional to get that problem solved i want you to hit me up just dm me at business bros pod shoot me an email uh or give me a call all that stuff all my contact info is right there Send me something. Say I need help with this. We will make that introduction. We've had this is episode eight hundred and fifty-two. We've interviewed over six hundred different entrepreneurs. We got a huge network of people, and we want to help you out. And as a thank you, we're going to enter you into the raffle to win one of our ten free vacations. Jody, it's all about relationships. Okay, so we've we've we're getting over ourselves. We're we're monitoring our social media. We're building out our social media. Number three was uh,
3: number three is regards of what's the problem that you're trying to solve.
0: I mean, okay, so let's let's talk about the pain points. Okay. Cause uh, I, I feel like this is where me personally, I can get distracted a lot. I can find different pain points. Mm-hmm. And then how do I, once I have a pain point, is it like, in other words, like if, is, is it like a niche, is this where I'm going to spend all my time and I'm, my brand is going to revolve around this one thing or can mm-hmm. I branch out? Like how niche or how focused do I have to be on a pain point? Or do I have a couple pain points that I need to focus my attention on?
3: Okay. So it depends on the, let's just say it depends on the moment. Okay. So let's just say you have a pain point that you're sorry. So so for me, when I started my company, I was sitting in my MBA program. I go in 2008, all professors coming out saying like, by the way, you guys are overqualified with an MBA. So you have to go live with your capstone, which is the fake, the fake program that you're doing just for a grade. And I'm like, I go, Oh no, 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 no. That's that. that was just, that's just fake. The pain point for me at the time was the fact that um, small businesses do not, Engage with marketing firms. So big firms don't go after small businesses because in their mind they're thinking they're small. They're small, yeah. so we don't go after them. Um Small businesses. If you have a hundred employees, you have to pay insurance. You have to pay them. You can afford a big a big firm. But then what happens? I've had a bad experience with them. I don't know how to. I don't know how to utilize them. I go or I think I'm the bee's knees and I don't need them. Mm. So now you're having these you're having these discussions. I'm like, okay, like how do I then figure this out? My pain point was. I wanted to provide a resource for marketing for small businesses, 100 employees and under. I literally dialed down where there are small businesses in the United States that says 500 and under. 100 and under is my sweet spot. In companies that engage with them, um, I literally did focus groups, focus groups, not as in just like I paid a company give them $100. And it was random people off the streets. I literally started working with accelerators. I volunteered at chamber of commerce's. I was working directly with the individuals that I wanted to work for. Mm. So like literally going and asking people and talking to people, et cetera. I'll give you another example. Um, I have a lot of clients that they're like, we want to get our stories out. Well, you know what? A great way to get your story out is writing a book. But I didn't know the industry extremely well. I did when I was in the media, but I'm like, oh, how does this work now? Do I have to like, We have to write letters to publishing firms. No, just like in the music industry, we could do it ourselves, self-publish. So in order to do that, I had, I wrote my own book. I wrote a children's book. I go, I went to bookstores. I literally was like, it looked like I was stalking children, but I was like, I sat and I looked at, I went right up to the parents. I'm like, I'm writing a children's book. I go, here's the book. I go, I noticed that your child is reading a book. They're like, they're not reading. They've memorized. They've memorized the book. I'm like, oh, okay. That's Mm. interesting. Do they like horizontal or vertical? They're like, kids like vertical, vertical books. I'm like, okay, great. I go. And literally I was asking questions, asking questions, asking questions. And I, and one of my main characters is Persian Iranian sat down with 20 Iranian families. I don't want to insult you. I want to know, I go what clothing foods. I want to know everything I need to know. I did my homework where a hundred families, I surveyed 20 Iranian families. And I went to the bookstores and I watched and I engaged. And then I literally had a book and I changed the entire book because I asked. I ask most people when they, once they have their pain point, they're like, it's the bee's needs. It's my problem. I know you saw a problem for a family member or for maybe it was yourself or someone else. You created something, but then you stop short by asking like, Hey, would you use this product? Would you buy my services? And people just assume now they are going like they're trained. They're a full on train. And they're like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm not going to change my mind now. am like, but it, it gets better when you engage the people that are going to buy it.
0: Yeah, it's almost like uh, you've already spent the time writing the rough draft, and then you wrote you know a couple edits, and you think you're done, yeah. but you haven't actually asked the audience if they even want to see that particular product. Yeah. That's that's market research. That's what we're yeah. doing, right? You're you're figuring out if there's a viable option before you. And, but you've committed a lot of time, and I think that's really where where the difference is because you could have sat down, asked a bunch of questions, uh, and I think people's fear is that they do all that work. And then this isn't the option they want to go to. And I think there's a difference between, you know, doing all that work and realizing that your initial goal isn't the one that's going to work best and that it's okay to change your mind. Right. I mean, we're in 2021. Instagram just launched some new updates. It changed everything. Uh, You had iOS 15 updates. That changes everything. Does it mean that marketing goes away? You're just going
3: to pivot. Right. Well, and the thing is, like, you can get mad. I mean, like, people like, people get. I mean, like, I when I, the amount of noise that I see online when anything changes, they're like, they lose their minds. I go, but guess what? After a week, you're good. You're good. You're, <laughs> you're good. I go into- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are fun. <laughs> that was funny. No, but it, that is one of the things that it frustrates me. Well, I always say I look. Like, I I work with the humans. Our firm is solely based on your humans. I don't care about your products. I don't care about your service. I care about your CEO, your manager, your founder. I care about your team, and I care about your target audience. The human beings, those three bubbles could either excel a company or kill a company. And when mm-hmm. the humans get happy, they take care of each other. When the humans get unhappy, they take you down. They go on social media. Oh, my God, it's Sunday. I hate my job. It's the worst place ever. Well, then leave your job. Leave your job. So the humans are the ones that really can—they drive the machine. And mind you, when I say machine, people are assuming like we're going to go and we're going to automate everything. So right now we're having the trucking situation, and and MIT is creating automated trucks. Well, that's great until you get into the streets of New York. You can't take an automated truck in the streets of New York. You can't take (laughs) an automated truck in Santa Monica. You can't take an automated truck in quintessential New England. So guess what? You're going to have to do—you're going to have to like tag team a human. And if the humans say, I'm not going to, I'm not doing this, then guess what? Your truck that just automatically got from point A to point point B will not get from C to D.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're skipping some of those, some of those steps. And I love how you, how you mentioned that, like, your your whole thought process ever since uh, we met before the show started to now it's very much on the people focus right I mean I mean we I'll take it down to like even the intro song I was like hey is there any particular audience You're like no I love all Haitian music like that's my thing I, I I and I got that impression from you like right away it was I want to meet people I want to work with people um and you know but at the same time there are things that we look for in marketing where we're creating ideal clients and we're We're trying to figure out who is the person that we're speaking to. How do you decide, you know, if you want to work with, you know, a specific type of person, how do you decide picking that customer avatar? Like, what are some of those features that a business can focus on so that they live a life where they're creating happiness amongst their people in their organization, as well as uh, synchronizing that with the ideal customer?
3: Well, you just said something that just piqued my interest. No, well, it didn't pique my interest. I just like, I was like, uh, you can't create your perfect customer can't create mm. it. They exist. I like, go oh, there. Everyone, literally everyone has a customer. It could be the worst product. It could be the best product. I mean, come on now. The dude that actually created that plastic thing that op- like, the, like um, takes the avocado out of the shell, my spoon <laughs> could do that. My spoon <laughs> can do that. And yet someone made it and it's, be- it's being sold off the shelf. It's like literally at Williams-Sonoma. I'm like, really? That's amazing. Bravo to you. There's a product and there's always a product and there's always a customer, whether you're, cu- you're a product Excels, or if it crashes and burns, there's always someone that's willing to buy it. That's why the dollar stores are doing so well, because literally all those products end up there, and someone's going to buy it. Um, I am a big fan of having that first meeting. The first meeting, like, so I don't, as a marketing person, I literally do not market myself in the way of getting there and trying to convince you to be, convince you to uh, work with me. I can't convince you that you need marketing until your competitor, your competitor gets in the way no more clients or you're just like I go basically at the end of the day like I go your company's slowing down and then you realize oh crap oh crap oh crap I need marketing so I cannot when things are going well I can't convince you that you need me so mm-hmm. I come into play when so everyone's like I go oh, digital marketing I go if I sit there and berate them you can sit there and do whatever you want the human being will not engage with you until they're ready and when they're ready they want to know who are you okay so that's number one. Number two is let's have a meeting. Let's talk coffee, zoom, whatever phone calls. Let's talk because I'm going to know very quickly if you're high maintenance, I'm going to know very quickly if you're not going to do the work. I'm going to know very quickly if you are gun ho and you are ready to go because I like, go, oh, everything has gone wrong. I am ready. My head is there. I have like a lot of time for marketing because it's that important to me. Within an hour, I'm going to know within 30 minutes. I usually know. Mm. Um, from that point on, once we know, like, once I've engaged and like I go, we both see that this is going to be a good fit. Then here's here's my proposal. This is what it costs: one dollar for marketing, three dollars for crisis management. It's not cheap to market. Don't cheap out. If you're not going to sit there and cheap out on your car or childcare um services, I go do not cheap out on your marketing for your business because your business is your baby. Okay, your business is your baby. So don't cheap out on marketing to get engaged. Uh, Checkpoints. So you're th- what is whether it's three months, six months, nine months, or a year, there should be checkpoints because you want to sit there and fire fast, hire slow, fire fast. Make sure it's the right fit. Make sure everything's going well. And if it's not going well, jump off ship. Hmm. Make sure there's a clause. There's some people that are there, like, I go, it's a three-year commitment. Well, guess what, my friend? I go, if it's not going well, I'm not sticking on, I'm not staying with you. So you can you can go and try to like do whatever you want to. I go, but if you're not doing the job, you have to go. I mean, I've mean, i had a PR person where I go, the guy was amazing, 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 amazing. I know what a PR person does. I was a press secretary. I worked in the media. I know what how long the lead time is. I know the game of being a PR person, but he wasn't doing his job. And unfortunately, I'm like, I go, I like you as a person, but unfortunately it's my business that you're not taking care of. I have to let you go. And I go, and there was no apology. There's nothing. I'm like, It was, it was unfortunate, but I'm like, guess what? When anyone asks, and I said, I said, I go, if someone asks, I don't lie. I don't lie. I go, you can Google who I am. If people Google you, they're not going to see as much things. And that was me before you. So Mm -hmm. it's your brand. It's your reputation. So if you're going to work with someone and the person's not working out, jump ship, but always remind people it is your reputation. So why would you do anything to ruin your reputation?
0: That's absolutely right. I swear you have the best segues in, in, in that I've had on the show, period. Uh, your reputation is everything. And we love to help build our reputation after 850 episodes of doing the podcast. Uh, when you Google my name, it's extensive. Uh, it's, it's yeah. created, you know, five, six, seven pages of content that you can find when you Google search. It's super powerful. Yeah. And one of the more powerful types of contents that we love to to capture is a video testimonial. So Jody, what was your experience like on the Business Bros podcast?
3: All right, so one, I go, I love the fact that you got one, you guys are fun. I love the drops. The drops are really good and very quick. Um, the engagement, just like engagement in regards of you guys knew from, from the second that I agreed to be on, always th- straight through, um, understanding what I do. I think that's one of the things that most people engage with me and they're like, I just wanna work with you. I'm like, but why? I wanna talk to you, but why? And they're not prepared. You just, you know, the field, you know, the business, you know, exactly what people need. And so key words of understanding what I do made it so much more enjoyable to be with you.
0: Awesome. And it takes practice, right? I I, I always tell people when they want to start a podcast, I'm like, look, um, you're probably not going to like the sound of your voice. You're probably not going to like the way you look on camera. Uh, When you hear yourself, you're going to hate the sentence structures and the words you chose to put together. But I promise you, if you keep doing it, you'll get better. You'll get used to the sound of your voice. You'll get comfortable yep. with the way you look on camera. You'll get better at your public speaking. It all improves. It just takes practice. It's the fundamental well, thing it's of-
3: not, Well, it's not even that with that. It's like the fact that if you keep going. So during the pandemic, the numbers were high. There were tons of people doing podcasts. The second the world opened, they all dropped it. Commitment. Yep commitment yep. is the number one thing with a podcast because if you're going to do things I believe in the small business that I work with I believe in making sure that they have a voice so I'm always there for them and I, and they ask like are you going to get rid of your I'm like no because I need you guys to have a voice and so that's Absolutely. very very important for me but also going back to when you said reputation with the reputation thing make sure if you have skeletons own them own mm. them because do not let someone else tell your story so no matter what it is good bad ugly and different, know it own it when someone brings it up, you have an answer because at the end, don't lie, please don't lie. Okay, you have an answer because someone else will take your skeletons and use it against you, especially if it's a competitor that really wants to get ahead. So make sure that that reputation stays up here when you own all of your truths.
0: Mm, skeletons, authenticity is James's superpower.
2: So,
3: damn, uh, I'm like, it. damn, but Smith that's how you Fire, wear all
2: like that's this whole, this whole it, show. I've just been back here like, damn, oh, that's so good, damn. <laughs> Oh, that's so good, <laughs> Jody. It's it, it's been a pleasure to to just be able to listen in on this one. Uh, I hope our all of our listeners, uh, I'm sure, feel the same way. Thank you so much. Yep. Oh my God,
3: you're so you're so very welcome. Anytime you need, like, I mean, anything that comes up. I mean, like, I go. Well, this is one of the things where I say to say to people, marketing can be injected in anywhere at any time. And so for me, I love that I have a transferable skill. Whenever I see a story, good stories, bad stories, I'm like, I go, I know. I I mean, I have a fee. I have a thought. I have a thought and people may not like it. I go, you don't have to like what I say. You don't have to like me. But guess what? It's the truth that's coming out of my mouth.
0: That's right. Speaking of uh, letting know, letting people know, like, how do we get a hold of you? People want the straight truth. They want to work with somebody who's who's credible, who's been this, in this space for a while, who knows what they're doing. How do they get a hold of you? Where can they get a, where can they get that information?
3: Well, number one, let's just do our due diligence and just check. You can just literally do a search on me, Jody Tatiana Charles. But my website, www. LCGBrands.com, easiest way to see everything that we do, um, and you can just call us as well. I mean, I will always give you thirty minutes of a phone or a Zoom just to hear, because I mean, there are times where people are like, I go, can I just talk to you for thirty minutes? I'm like, if I have the time, and if you're serious, do not waste my time. It drives me nuts. I go, mm. if you're serious, if you have a business or you're trying to build your personal brand, I will always give thirty minutes. I go, I will not give more than thirty minutes, but I'll give you thirty minutes so that way you could start thinking about what do I need to do because. Everyone can get to a goal, put a date on it. I want this goal. I have a date on it. And it doesn't have to be a straight line. You can draw outside the line, but you can get to your goal.
0: All right. Well, that's it, ladies and gents. Look, branding is everything, it's part of what you're doing in your business. Don't wait till you're struggling where you have cash flow issues. This is one of those things that's going to help catapult your business to that next level. We're always talking about leveling up. And let's face it, sometimes you need a little bit of help. Professionals are always the best way to go. Dodie, thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, Ladies and gents, make sure if you want to, uh, if you need a little bit of help, make sure you go to businessbros.biz or follow us at businessbrospod. Send me a DM and you'll be entered to get one of those 10 free vacations brought to you by HotelsEtc.com. Tatiana, again, thank you for being on the show. So much fire today. (laughs) Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, We'll
1: see you guys again a little bit later today. Peace. And we're out.